I'm Danielle. And I'm Christy. And you are listening to Snacks with Stein. Let's do it. Welcome back to Snacks with Stein. I'm Christy. Danielle is in California. Yep, I'm still here. <laughs> still in California. <laughs> and it's a beautiful Monday night. And Monday. we are going to talk about episode five of Just Beyond. Um, but before we do that, Danielle, are you, I know you just ate dinner. Are you having snacks or no? No, I'm breaking the rules of our show because I literally just ate dinner, so I'm sorry. You know what? That's My okay. My snack was dinner. Yeah. Good job for being an adult because, like, yes. I'm pretty sure I ate too much pasta and now my stomach kind of hurts. So, like, as an Uh-oh. adult, I have a stomach ache for eating too much. And there's always a lot of shame involved with that. But see, I, just, I get stomach aches all the time, so there's really no shame anymore. It's just like, yeah, you know, I breathed air today and I got a stomach ache. <laughs> Do you think the the lactose thing has to do with that? Sometimes. And then I honestly think I just don't – food generally doesn't like me. I had stomach aches a lot as a child, like everything. So I think it's like partly my emotions dictate what my stomach does. And then food just doesn't like me. It's like, no, no thank you. Yeah. No, I hear you. Pill food. Make that happen. Pill food. Right. what I want. Indeed. Indeed. I agree. It would make it a lot easier than all the stupid counting of the stupid points. Yeah. It's working though. I know. I know. As long as it's working. It is. I've lost like 10 pounds. Amazing. Yeah. It's not nothing. It's weird. No, that's your mind's like, you think your body is going to like deflate like a balloon and like, you know, (laughs) all over, you'll just be smaller. But that's not how yeah. that works. <laughs> like, <Nope. laughs> instead, like little chunks of you just start to like go away in weird places. And you're like, that's not what I intended. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> so, yeah, good times. Good times, everybody. <laughs> but if you're new to this show, whenever we cover these Just Beyond shows for uh, Disney Plus, because they are inspired by the graphic novel, uh, the R.L. Stein, I guess, had a, he wrote it, right? Did he write the graphic novel? Yes. So uh-huh. he wrote the graphic mm-hmm. novel, but he doesn't write the show. The show is inspired oh, yeah. by the graphic novel, R.L. Stein. And these are very laid back um, episodes. These very conversational. I don't even really edit them very much unless, you know, we need to take out the dogs barking or something like that. <laughs> so laid back version of the show. You're not going to hear the same sound effects and music that we normally do. This is a little bit different. So the one that I covered and that Danielle just watched today, (laughs) which no shame because I also just watched it today. It's just beyond episode five. It's called Unfiltered. And before we get into it, I was going to ask you, what's your stance on photo filters? I, it's difficult because I don't post pictures of myself ever. Mm-hmm. because I don't like how I look. So, but I also 
know that like I can't post one with like 37 filters on it because people would clock that and go, that's not what you look like. You don't look like that, you know. So I envy these people on social media that have established themselves as having a filter face because you know they do. It's not what they look like. But they've started out their social media journey with a filter on and have kept oh, it up. And, so and now, nobody else – Right. Because I'm like, yeah. you don't look like that. You use a filter in every photo that you post. So we really don't have any idea what this person actually looks like. You have a rough idea. But I mean, if you've seen some of those photos going around so Instagram especially, they completely change your face. I mean, they contour your face. They contour your nose. They, you know, take away your skin, you know, any yeah. texture at all, basically. They can change your eye color. They can change your eyebrow shape. Like, people do side by sides. Like, this is me before and this is me after. And, I mean, it's so easy to catfish the universe. And in some ways, it's nice because you don't – if you hate yourself, you're like, look at me. I look great. But you still have to go home at night to your ugly self that you don't like. So it's creating this sort of dichotomy of like we can pretend, but you're obviously still struggling, I'm sure, with your own, you know, issue and self-esteem. But so it's hard. Like I get it. If it helps you feel better, I have no issue with it. You know, if you're using it to like hurt people in some way, I don't know what you would do. I guess dating profiles and stuff, you're sort of misleading, you know, people. But mm -hmm. eventually if you meet them, they're going to know what you look like <laughs> without a screen in front of your face. So, yeah, I don't know. It's hard. It's I difficult. wonder, is it, it's, I think it's largely generational. Um, mm -hmm. It's not something that like we had uh -uh. ever. Like and it's a new – ish I mean we had it kind of thing. but it's they're well, they've gotten better <clears throat> but like I don't remember us ever like having a thing where I could put my phone up to my face and like tap a button and all of a sudden I'm a different fucking person <laughs> like, no I mean that's probably in the last like five years five six right. years or so so where the technology really has gotten really good me, like almost mm -hmm. as a shameful thing like, and I know I, I have Facebook. I know who's got a filter. I'm not a moron. Like, <laughs> You're like, I, just, I know you. <laughs> I just feel real stupid. Like, I've, I've put them <laughs> on before and I've been like, you know, that's not, I could post this, but it's dumb. Like, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. like, this doesn't look like me. Like, what's going right. on? Like, it's great. But like, like I'm I, okay. Yeah. I'm okay I'm, with like face tuning a little bit. Like if you have a pimple on your face, like go into face tune and tune it out. Or like, you know, something's weird with the light. Like go fix that. You know, I have no issues. But like when it completely changes your face, we're getting into like like this episode, we're getting into a scary territory of like what's real, what's not. And right. you're setting a beauty you're setting a beauty standard for kids that and for adults that doesn't exist. Right. It's not real. It's computer generated. And sure, we've always had people that don't exist or quote unquote, you can go get Botox and, you know, you can get cosmetic procedures that do this, that other thing. But this is another level of like, this does not exist. Like, I can't go to a plastic surgeon and say, give me this filter face because it's not real. It's a computer, you right. know. So that's where it gets scary is what it's doing to people's brains, you know. <clears throat> Right. And the conception of reality. We've had multiple yeah. conversations with our children about because, you know, our kids are YouTube kids like many. Right. Most kids are. And yeah. uh, we've had multiple conversations about what's real. 
And I've Mm -hmm. even had to have some conversations with my son, like as far as like adult things that he probably shouldn't be watching and like how maybe that's Mm -hmm. not real. Maybe that's a performance. Maybe you shouldn't expect Mm -hmm. that kind of thing to be reality when it comes Mm -hmm. time for you. And they don't believe me a lot of the times, especially when it comes Mm -hmm. to like YouTube and all the stunts and things. Like I'm like, okay, you guys, Mm -hmm. like this is scripted. There's like 10 people behind this camera who are also (laughs) making this happen. Like this isn't, you know. And they're like, no, no, this is, you know, so-and-so. And they, this, and I'm like, no, no, not really. Nope. It took <laughs> yeah. a, a teenager of a friend of ours who they had never met before, who they thought was kind of cool, telling yeah. them, no, guys, that's fake. And they looked over at oh, me geez. like, I'll be damned. Mom wasn't lying. <laughs> right? What a concept. <laughs> Weird. So I I think you're right. I think that that the problem that we're having is not like if it like makes you feel good, if it increases your confidence, all those things like good for you. We don't throughout this episode, there's going to be a lot of probably discussion about this kind of like subject matter. We aren't trying to shame or hate anybody. The problem that we're having is that we've got to have a very clear line about where reality stops Mm -hmm. and i think that we're having a little bit of trouble with that currently yeah Mm -hmm. definitely so let's let's get into it so this one's called unfiltered and we open on this like super cute like teen girl she's got glasses happening and a flannel shirt which is cool so glad that's back um she's kind of like primping in the mirror she's taking a number of selfies right And she's, like, playing with trying to get the right angle and the right light. She's taking, you know, in different places in her bedroom. And she's about to post it, or she's kind of, like, in the process of selecting the best picture to post um, on what I assume is, like, an Instagram kind of thing. It doesn't look exactly like it, but I'm sure it is. That's what they're trying to say that it is. Yeah. It's something like that. It's like a social media it's Instagram app. Instagram without being Instagram. <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and she comes across a selfie of like another girl uh, who is typically pretty. And, but she's definitely like more made up than our glasses yeah. wearing homie, right? Um, and so, you know, our girl seems kind of deflated. She kind of grudgingly likes the picture of the pretty girl before she heads off to school. When we're at school, we see her with a group of other kids, and they're practicing for the quiz bowl or the academic team or whatever they're calling it, which, okay, not to brag, not to brag, but I may or may not have been the captain (laughs) of the JV team in my high school, just saying. At a specialty in fine arts, you're welcome. Um, (laughs) She uh, and her friend, they're walking down the halls. They're talking about their upcoming quiz bowl meet and they are treated to the tropey slow walk of the pretty girls, right? <laughs> Coming down the opposite end of the hall. Was it um, not another teen movie who made fun of this? Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one kid's like, what's happening? And the other kid's like, you know, when this girl comes in the room, we all have to stop what we're doing and be quiet. Uh, when she walks in and the other kid's like, right. why is she moving so slow? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, what's happening here? But that's what we're, we're getting that tropey slow walk of the hot girls. 
Um, and of course, there's like there's one queen bee, right? And she's kind of like flanked by her toadies. Mm-hmm. And this looks like the same girl uh, from the Instagram thing that morning uh, that we saw her liking her picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Same girl. So our glasses girl, girl mm-hmm. she's she's feeling kind of frumpy, right? She asks mm-hmm. her friend, who is amazing, by the way. We love the friend. I love the um, friend. Yeah. Was her name Carmen? Yeah. Her name Carmen. was Carmen. Yes. And she calls her Carm, which is Carm. a problem. <laughs> Call her Carmen. Yeah. What's the yeah, matter Carm's with you? Yeah, Carm's weird. Carm is weird. Um, yeah. But so she asks Carmen if she ever gets tired of being a nerd. And the friend is like, fuck no. <laughs> RBG, Angela Merkel, yeah. nerdy girls rule the world. <laughs> And I was so happy at this moment. I was like, yes, someone has raised this girl correctly. Yeah. I want my daughter mm-hmm. to have friends like this. But sadly, it's probably not in the cards. <laughs> um, they are just way more like concentrated on content creators to be this cool. But anyways. Yeah. Um, but this girl, our glasses girl, it's clear like she wants to be hot, right? Yeah. She wants to taste that attention. She wants to get close to Ben, who is mm-hmm. our popular boy at this school. He has extremely frizzy hair. I don't understand the casting. Um, anywho, so Ben is like the hot, popular guy that she wants to get next to. I'm sensing a teen witch buildup. Oh. <laughs> at this point. I really was. This is like straight up all the way teen witch. Like nerdy girl, nerdy friend, hot guy expressing her desire we're gonna have denim jackets and be turning in circles real quick let's see so they head into class and it's art class and there's a substitute for class that day and she is the adult version of slow walking hot into art class (laughs) right And we know that something's a little sinister here. It's going to be a little spooky because as she enters the classroom, she brings with her some like witchy music and like a gust of wind from nowhere. (laughs) So I never did catch her name, but the sub declares that they are going to take a new approach to art class today. They're going to paint something. And then she like, Tells them, well, or no, she asks, like, okay, well, what are we going to paint? Our our glasses girl asks her. And the sub's like, well, you know, you can paint whatever you want. And then the sub says something really cryptic, like, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And she asks what the girl's name is. And we learn that our nerdy girl and our lead is named Lily. So I guess art class is over because Lily is met by Ben in in the hall and this member Ben's our hot guy and despite like the sliver of hope that he might want to hang out with her he really just wants to like milk her for answers to some test or Mm -hmm. something I don't even know whatever so yeah well I think tutor her right like sorry he she used to tutored him yes at some Mm -hmm. point in the past and he was basically just saying, like, oh, hey, you know, can you tutor me again? Because I need help with the math um, geometry or some such homework type of thing, test or something in order to have a party. Right. Yeah. 
Right. Well, and and earlier in the episode, we learned that that's when she kind of like developed that crush on him, right? When she was tutoring him. And so she's a little bit excited about this prospect, but then he like lets her know, you know, there's really no need for them to meet in person. He can just email her the questions and she can like email them (laughs) back. So, okay. So she's pretty deflated, but this, this substitute, this slow walking, hot adult substitute, um, where did you come from? I'm sorry. Luna, go away. Stop licking me. No, I have no food for you. Get her out. Luna, out. No, no, no one's belly rubbing. Out. She, she rolled over on her back. Aww. It's like, are you, are you sure you didn't want to pet me? Um, uh, anywho, so, so the, the, the substitute art teacher overhears what's just gone down between her and Ben in the hall and Lily's acting very sad because, you know, she's not pretty and the substitute does that like typical, oh, you know, I used to be ugly, um, you know, give it a few years bullshit that means nothing to teenagers, um, you know what helps people yeah, be hot, Danielle? Mm-hmm. Do you know? What? It's money. Part of the reason that some <laughs> teens are better looking and better dressed is because they have parents that yeah. have money who help them look that way. Now, there mm-hmm. are natural beauties who can get away with that, but, like, maybe 80% of the rest of the kids don't. Like, it makes yeah. a big difference when you have high-quality tools and makeup mm-hmm. and grooming products and well-fitting <laughs> clothes, right? Yeah. It's like when people the- post, like, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you finish. I was just say it was like when people post, like, pictures of celebrities in their, like, 50s and 60s and talk about, like, how amazing they look and, like, what their secret is. Mm-hmm. It's fucking money and good surgeons. Yep. That's yep. what that is, mm-hmm. friends. That's the secret. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget, like, one of the best things, like, I don't know – there's a show always sunny in philadelphia and uh-huh. there, it's it, there's it's centered around three guys and a girl and in there's there's an overstretching arc i won't go into it but basically one of the characters is pretty fit has a season where he decides to get fat like as a joke you know part part of a long running season gag he gets very very fat and he did it in real life he got really fat all that stuff part of this joke then all of a sudden in the next season, he gets incredibly fit, like even more so than he already was, like full on. Oh, that's ripped. so bad for your body. But the best thing was, is that, you know, people kept asking him, how did he do it? You know, and he said it was so easy and laid out all of the things that he gets as a celebrity. He's like, I had a trainer. I had a nutritionist. I had a dietitian. I had a cook. I had a this. I had a that. I don't, and it's like, exactly. That's how they do it. And if all of them are honest and we're like, oh, I just didn't pick up a one pound weight and just, you know, walk around the block. It's like, no, you had a litany of things that help you look the way that you look. Like, sure. Yeah, you did exactly as you were told. Exactly. By every person in your life for an extended period of time. Well, Paul, Paul Rudd, who is a national treasure. Um, he he's famous for being quoted as saying, "Give up everything that's fun for a year, and you get to play a superhero." Yep, and that's true because I think like I know Chris Pratt is problematic now, but he was very honest about his journey from Parks and Rec to Star Lord too. With you know, I hate my he's yeah. like I hate my life, 
and now he's used to it and has that's his whole that's his journey in life now is to play ripped fit dudes you know so he gets to be in more movies and he's doing he does Jurassic Park so he has to stay you know physically fit not Marvel fit like Marvel fits another level but you know physically fit and all that yeah well he he wasn't even as built up as some of the other guys in that movie I remember them saying that like to put on that amount of muscle Mm -hmm. like they had to wake up in the middle of the night yeah. And eat like certain Ooh. amounts of protein. Yeah. Like it's insane. Yeah. It's, it's gross. Like I know. <laughs> no, thank you. And I think like even Chris Hemsworth has said like he, you know, he was always a very fit person, you know, anyway, obviously, you know, Thor is another level of fit, but he basically has said he has to stay like that now, like basically at Thor level or his body feels bad because people are like, oh, he yeah. never – he never really not deflated's the wrong word, but sort of like he never really got small again. He stayed at sort of a Thor level physique, and he because he said he's like I can't. I physically feel sick if I don't maintain this level. So you yeah. sacrifice a lot doing that too because you have you've changed your body chemistry entirely. To it's almost like being a bodybuilder for someone like him because Thor has to be so big, you know. And because yeah. Chris Evans fluctuated, you know, a little bit, never, never a lot, but he definitely got smaller from peak Captain America to, you know, later roles. Well, in movie one, he was huge. Huge. Beautiful man. <laughs> Talk about. No, but, but you do feel bad for them because yeah. you know, like, they have zero fun. Zero fun. <laughs> unless zero fun. Out, unless that is fun for them, in which case – more power to you. But eventually you might want to like eat cake or something. I don't know. <laughs> They'd probably throw it up. Like yeah. mm-hmm. I can I can tell you from experience my personal experience dieting. Like once you train your body to not have all that shit mm-hmm. and then you like let's say you go on a bender one night and like mm-hmm. eat all that shit, you feel like garbage. Garbage, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. pretty terrible. So what I've tried to figure out or what I've what I've come to at this point in the episode is that the sub is a djinn. Oh. And for those of you at home, Danielle already knows what I'm talking about, but it's J-I-N-N, djinn. And it's basically like an evil genie, right? Like she's going to be able to provide some kind of service, but there's going to be a super high price, right? Yeah. Um. So she asks Lily if she'd be interested in skipping the years that it would take for her to mature into a hottie. The sub opens up her phone and shows her a beauty app. And she insists, no, no, that this isn't like apps Lily has seen before. This is a strictly invite-only app. And that, you know what? It really works. But not to tell anyone about it. Like, not anyone. So she gives her a business card with a QR code on it, which we can assume is the invite to the app. So Lily takes the card and she goes back home and she starts the process of taking selfies to try this new filter app. She snaps a pic of herself and then she does something in the app to adjust her nose. And the app magically adjusts her nose in real life. She does this, like, double take in the mirror. So, of course, she goes back to the app and then, like, adds a makeup filter. And poof! She has perfectly applied smoky eyes and red lips. And the next morning, Lily comes down 
with a hoodie and sunglasses and a face mask. Now, this is pre-COVID, so her parents are like, what's with the mask? And she's like, oh, it's the air quality index that was or something. Funny. And she runs out the door. So, I know, right? She's like, yeah, it's real bad today. Face mask. Um, the next scene is Lily doing some slow walking hotness like of her own, right? She's got this really cute skirt and her hair is all did. She's got like full makeup. Of course, she's not wearing glasses. Um, We took the glasses off. The dreaded glasses. And I wanted wanted to ask you, like, did you ever pull this? Did you ever change at school or sneak out in a way? At school? Or, or like, before you got or, to school, oh, like, like oh, no. left your house in a way and then did not arrive yeah. at school. I wasn't cool. In that way. <laughs> I wasn't cool enough for that. <laughs> I don't think I ever did. I do think I was made to change a couple times. Oh. Like, I came out, my mom was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> what were you trying yeah. to wear, just Good kidding. times. <laughs> and like, Maybe I don't even remember. Anything virgin. remotely trendy was offensive. Like, <laughs> if it was weird at all, she would be like, Mm-mm, or like something she had heard on the news, like meant gangs. Or like, <laughs> I don't know. Because there gangs. was all these different like... There was all that, you know, the news would come out like every five minutes about like some kind of fashion trend that was going to like drag us all into the depths of society. And that was not happening to me. Any hoodles. That's funny. Um, no, our school had a pretty strict dress code. We can get away with that much. We didn't have a very um, strict dress code. Like, we had stuff, you know, but it was never like. It, no, nobody – I never felt like people got sent home for much. Oh, I have a funny story about a dress code. It's like – I'll try to tell it as quickly as possible but since we're talking about clothes. So I graduated no, – tell me in, the dress code story. I graduated in 2005. And so our senior oh, committee, whatever so they were, leadership team, we're not that far apart. Um, whatever. So our leader, senior leadership – you know, team, whatever, leadership class, senior people are, were in charge of making the senior shirt, you know, for our, what we never, so what we never got, we were supposed to go have a field day outing, all this stuff that never happened. But if we had one, we were supposed to have our senior shirt and wear it, get our yearbooks, et cetera, senior day thing. So somewhere in the course of developing the shirt, someone decided that we got five on it was a good saying. And I don't know if you're familiar with the phrase, we got five on it, and the song, we got five on it, but it is a drug reference. Nobody of a higher level, who this shirt went through many tiers of teachers and people and principal sign-off, and nobody clocked it until the shirts were printed and about to be given out to the class at senior day. So some of us, only the leadership kids, because we were there when the shipment came, got a shirt. So I that's like I threw away most everything in high school because I'm like, fuck this. But I saved that specifically because it was so 
funny that nobody got it. It was just wow. like, hello, hello. And we had some pretty young, you know, with it, I would say, staff. It wasn't like we had 80-year-old people running our school. Our principal at the time was very young. You know, you would think. Who blew the whistle? Because I bet you I they figured it know. out and were just like, ah, let them have it. Yeah, I don't know. I we, we never found out who actually reported it. Some people said it was a parent that did it, which seems weird, but maybe. But because we had, you know, the, the leadership class was full of like people like me who had to take it because we needed to fill something. And then the popular yeah. kids who wanted to be a part of it because they cared. So they tried to blame some of like us, like the not me specifically, but some of the non like cool kids for being like, oh, did you guys say something? And it's like, no, we were sitting here letting you bake the shirt. Neither did you, asshole. Yeah, Yeah. you would have said something then like, hey, this is, you know, this is maybe not a good idea. And I think someone had said like, hey, isn't that a thing? And then they're like, yeah, but nobody will know. And for the longest time, nobody did know. So I have the contraband shirt because the leadership kids took theirs. <laughs> and, I, and I think I took a couple for like friends who knew about it and wanted it and was just like, oh, I'll just sneak some out, you know, because we paid for them. And then the hilarious thing is because we you pay for it, right? That's part of your thing. Pay for your senior shirt. If right. you don't want it, you don't pay for it. So everybody was pissed because they didn't get a senior shirt. And then we ended up with these hideous donated ones from The Gap. And they had the ugliest graphics and people's names were missing because they had to be thrown together in like two seconds. It was like, crap, we don't have anything for senior day because of the shirt. So I think I still have that one somewhere too. But it like says The Gap on the back and has an ugly like I made it in Pixar, you know, cover right <laughs> yeah it's horrible whereas someone like insert the, text here yeah and whereas the other ones like one of the better like um he was a tagger you know graffiti guy at school and he drew the 05 and did a nice graphic he did the art yeah the art for the other one so it was really cute you know and, and nicely made and they were on like a, we were red and black but they did them on like a nice like wine red shirt versus like a blood red shirt and they were cool shirts. And it was just really funny because it was like, cool, we have a drug reference on our shirt. So, wow. Yeah. Fun. Good times. <laughs> it makes me wonder. There's one person who knows who blew the whistle. I know. I want to know who they are. <laughs> They'll never know. <laughs> yes. So... This girl, our girl, Lily, she's she's eating up this attention, right? We're doing our slow walking hot girl thing. She's walking the hallway like a runway. <laughs> and she finds her friend, Carmen, Carm, and says, oh, you know what? She got a nose job. And it magically <laughs> healed, like, super fast. That was so Like, funny. overnight. And Carmen is not stupid, so I don't know why she believed that. <laughs> No, but what we do find out in this scene is that Lily kind of is. Um, she's While she's talking to her friend, she can't seem to remember anything. Like, she's definitely dumber. Like, Carmen makes some reference to Lily's favorite astronaut, and Lily has no idea what she's talking about. And as we're starting to understand that Lily's stupider... A notification pops up on the beauty app and it says, warning, 
usage of the app can cause memory loss and or personality changes. Okay. So, good to know. Because I went off on my stupid story. We never even said, would you use the app? Now, I wanted to ask you before we knew the consequences of the app, which is losing your brain. But if you did not know the consequences of the app and you were Lily and you're like, hell yeah, this app, would you use it? Oh. Um. Only recently. Yeah. I, um. I am starting to lose some hair in the front, like right where my bangs are, mm-hmm. is thinning out quite a bit. And it can be one of two things. Um, I have an appointment. It could be a um, thyroid issue, which is very possible um, because it was run in my family and mm-hmm. I've had problems before. So sometimes when you have thyroid issues and your uh, hormone levels are off, like your hair starts to fall out mm-hmm. and you get really cold all the time, like all that stuff tracks yeah. with what's going on. So it could be that. But the in the other hand, it could also just be I'm nearing 40. And about mm, 40% of women have a little bit of hair loss mm-hmm. from 40 on up. Um, so just 100% real about it, dropped in my lap today, gosh, without knowing the consequences. Yeah, without yes. knowing the consequences. Yes, without knowing the consequences. That's probably where I would put that into play. I don't have a lot of um, insecurity around, like, aging. Mm-hmm. Um, I've... I like the way that I look. I've always liked the way that I look. I've always been pretty real about the way that I looked, especially mm-hmm. after after I had children. Because once you have children, you mentally you have you put yourself way in the back right. of everything. Right? You stop caring about what you look like and you start to realize no one's really looking at you anyways. Mm-hmm. Um and you kind of, if you're able to embrace that and kind of move forward, mm-hmm. uh, then you don't have a lot of issues when it comes to like, oh, there's some wrinkles. No, oh, there's mm-hmm. some dark spots. No, you know, all the things. So I'm not super worried about that. But for some reason, with this hair stuff. Well, hair is hard. Like, you don't, yeah, I get that. It makes you really insecure. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's a weird feeling because I'm usually pretty boss bitch about things and that one's knocked me down a little bit. So, yeah, I'd probably use it for that. that. There's so many things. There is so many, like, good hair growing things now. Like, I've heard there's lots of good stuff out there. Yeah. So, yeah, that's one of the things. Like, so. you can take, like, vitamins mm-hmm. that will help. Like, there's there's different things yeah. that you can do. But it is. You're not. Yeah. It is. Um, yeah. It's startling. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I have a little bit of thinnerness in the front just from, like, late, more recently, just from whatever and it's like oh I hate that <laughs> you know so I get it sure. yeah it's not good it's like you get up in the mirror and it's like is that just the way the light is right <laughs> it yeah. like has it always been this way and like I haven't paid attention yeah yeah but, so yeah. yeah I'd probably use it for that what about you would you use it I think that's the funniest thing is like I immediately wrote down hell yes but like I would go full on like not as bad as she goes later but I would like make myself thin I would change my face I would change my hair I would change everything but you have cute hair I would an entirely new person 
Like, I'd be like, yes, 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 like, yes, I, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm not, I know, I'm not going to argue with you because I know how you feel about it, but like, dude, you I mean, you're pretty cute. Like, it's not, I don't, I could see like wanting to tweak some things, like, because everybody, I mean, yeah. everybody wants to tweak a few things here and here, but I don't, I don't think that confident. you need like a total overhaul. <laughs> I do. But yeah, we all see ourselves the worst, right? A little so. differently. And yeah, and I'm not I'm not putting you out there. I'm not not arguing. I'm just letting you know from my perspective, <laughs> from the face that I've seen of you, mm-hmm. it ain't that bad, yo. <laughs> I wouldn't change my nose. That's one thing I would keep. I like my nose. Other everything else can go. <laughs> but. Just to- total redo. Would you change your eye color? That's a fascinating question. Some people no, really like their that. eye color. I would Some people that. I mean, like to me, it's boring, but I get enough people tell me it's not boring. But I'm like, I don't know. Obviously, I, I always wanted like green eyes or something, but you could put contacts in, you know, change that. I always wanted blue eyes because I always thought people with light eyes and dark hair were so pretty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We all want things we can't have. <laughs> that, that's the motto, the moral of the story. <laughs> but in this but. story, there are consequences, yes. right? Mm-hmm. We have just learned – the more she uses this app, the stupider she gets. <laughs> and now she's aware of yeah. that. Before, she wasn't really aware, but now she knows what the consequences are. And what's more, she can't remember the answers for any of these, like, quiz bowl questions, mm-hmm. right? So she just kind of suggests, well, let's, you know, let's talk about something else. Like, let's talk about something that's not... Um, not, you know, smart people things. Like, let's mm-hmm. talk about me and how pretty I am. Um, right? Basically, and and as she's proposing this new, yeah, this new topic of conversation, <laughs> here come the pretty girls, right? Mm-hmm. They're asking her for makeup tips. They want her to, like, come along with them so they can swap ideas on how to be hot or something. <laughs> and, and Lily does... You know, what every single girl in teen movies in this situation does, she ditches her nerdy friend to go hang out with the cool, pretty girls, right? Mm-hmm. Um, cue the angsty teen music that we love so much. So- Lily, we get a montage, right? <laughs> and Lily is definitely leaning into beauty, right? Mm-hmm. She's taking a ton of selfies. She's ignoring her parents and she's having lunch with the cool girls on the bleachers. She lets it slip to one of them, to the queen bee, that she might be into this Ben kid, right? She's got a crush on him, which is a mistake because the queen bee kind of like also has a thing with him. And she says something shitty to Lily about like keeping her expectations realistic, meaning that, you know, even though she's cuter now, she's not on like, Ben's level, right? And then by association, this Queen Bee's level. So Lily takes this as a challenge and she goes directly to the app for a touch up. The next morning is Saturday. It's the day of the quiz bowl. And holy shit. So. Lily's parents catch her trying to sneak out. Okay, we get the back view of her. She's wearing some, like, tight leggings. She looks curvier in the posterior area than maybe they had it before. But, oh, my God. (laughs) When she turns around, Mm 
She looks like a fucking blowfish. She looks like okay. a rabbit. She oh like my god. Mm-hmm. The lips. I, I, I wrote here, Danielle, can you describe these warlocks to the kids at home? <laughs> Jessica Rabbit. Oh, yeah. It was very Jessica. To me, that's what I got is Jessica Rabbit. Like very drawn on animated, you know, that perfect like kiss mouth, you know, like a kind of a blowfish kind of like, you know, but I saw Jessica Rabbit at first. I had no words. (laughs) It's very bad. (laughs) It is so bad. And it's supposed to be right. Right. Like it's supposed to be mm. to be comical and like. But I've seen this shit on the street. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There are people who pay money to look that way. <laughs> and I don't know okay, why. Listen, proportions are important. Yes. If your lips are leading a charge to conquer the rest of your face, <laughs> rethink it. <laughs> It is so hard to take her seriously now. I know. Like, for the rest of the episode, like, I can't even look at her. No. And what's more, she has, like, this, like, perfect, like, shitty twit kind of sneer Mm -hmm. now, right? Like, while she's talking to her parents, and her parents are obviously flipping out uh, about her new look, she just says that, you know, she only wants... To feel good about herself. And what's the big deal? Mm -hmm. She gets good grades. She's a pretty good kid. Which, okay, true. But damn, how will I finish this episode now? (laughs) Well, she looks comical. Yeah, it's, yeah. I need a moment to talk about the stupid parents because they're so stupid. And (sighs) it's just, again, with the... You just letting your child just like leave all the time and like never talk to them. Like, I don't know. It's so bizarre. Like, it's, I get it's a show and you can't have this development because it's a show that's only what, 35 minutes long. So I get that you can't do it. But at the same time, it's like for real. Like, you have, you don't notice what your own child looks like. She manages, she's managed to avoid you all this much. Like, before the lips, like before the obvious, even still, like, I think if I rolled around the house with red hair, at any age, when I had brown hair the night before, my mom would look at me and go, something's different about you, you know? Or if I was wearing a full face of makeup and never did before, she would notice. (laughs) My dad, maybe not, but my mom would notice, you know? (laughs) So it's like, someone is going to notice you. Well, it's like nobody, like, has a conversation with their kid. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Because I mean, I get, get, like, giving them space, right? right? Like, because... Part of my thing is, you know, I've got a preteen. I try to give him space. I try to give yeah. him time to figure out what to do with his time. Because when he grows up, there's nobody who's going to tell him what to do with his time. Right. He needs to get there naturally. He needs to understand what's happening and how he controls mm-hmm. his environment. However, even if I don't see him during the day, if he's down in his room doing God knows what, <laughs> like, I still see him every night. Like, I got to right. have a hug. Before bedtime. Right. Or you have dinner like, together or something. It's not yeah. like you don't. 
it's not like you have no interaction, you know, with your children. And these parents just don't. And again, I know it's a show, so they can't, you know, show everything. But it is still just very bizarre the way they play the parents. It's super bizarre. In these shows. like Well, and like <laughs> what has happened to her now is clearly cosmetic surgery. Yes. This it, It's not – it's not anything that could be mistaken for makeup. No. Or like it's she has fucked with her face. Yes. And her parents don't seem concerned about that either. All they seem concerned about is that she doesn't look the way that she did before. And that's a, that's a poor argument because that was obviously her aim. Intention. Yeah. Right. And and that's. That's kind of what she was going for. And she's like, I feel great. I'm killing it. You guys just whatever. And she leaves, right? Mm-hmm. And now we're at the quiz bowl. And Lily shows up late to the to the tournament. And she is a complete moron. Okay? <laughs> just like absolutely stupid. She answers a number of questions like completely wrong with that those lips that look like a baboon's ass okay it is awful and everyone is wondering if she's on drugs but she's like somehow subbed out by another team member and they pulled back ahead and the team was able to win the day okay so now the quiz team is in the yeah somehow they were able to to recover from her and uh and they're gonna go to the finals the next day right and there's some kind of a dinner it's for the two. team. Yeah. That uh-huh. If it's next. Yeah. Day. So they're going to the next round. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So Carmen is like, hey, you know, we have the dinner tonight. And Lily's like, yeah, I can't go. I'm supposed to go to Ben's house for a party and we're vibing. So sorry. Um, and Carmen her says, vibing. you know, because yes, her words were vibing. <laughs> Carmen's like, Carmen calls her out, right? Because yeah. she's amazing. And she's like, hey, you're acting like a bitch. <laughs> to which Lily replies that, you know, Carmen herself could use, quote, a glow up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Rude. And then L- Lily says that, you know, it's obvious that Carmen's just jealous. Com calls her basic. And, oh, yeah, the coach like stops by the conversation and casually kicks Lily off of the team. <laughs> Cause damn. Well, she didn't um, contribute anything. So. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad, bad, real bad. Um, and right about then, our gin substitute teacher shows up and gives Lily like a little kind of like bitch pep talk, <laughs> telling her to like take what's hers yeah. and that people are, you know, all just jealous of her hotness. <laughs> and then randomly, Ben and the entire soccer team walks by the door she's standing at mm-hmm. at this moment. And Ben kind of leans over to make sure that Lily is coming to the party at his house after the game that night. And she says, of course, she's coming to the party. So here we go, going to the party. Um, And now we have the teen house party scene that all movies and TV shows made us believe was what was going to happen to us in high school. Um, You know, beautifully dressed teens in clusters holding 
red solo cups with snacks and there's music and talking and at least I didn't see anyone dancing because that never happens. Right. Uh, ben snags Lily at the door, right? Gets her right off the bat and they're talking, they're taking selfies, uh, much to the distress of the queen bee who is also at the party. And oh wait, they're dancing. You guys, this never happens. No one straight up dances at parties. Ever. Everyone's drinking and talking, and that's it. Um, Just so you know, I'm not mad about it. Okay, so this was hard as well. This scene between her and Ben and her lips are the third person in this conversation. Like, their banter is so cringy. Like, so cringy. Like, she's calling him a baller, and he plays soccer, <laughs> and saying that, you know, parents are the worst. And after about, like, a few minutes of this, Ben finds out there's not much going on upstairs with Lily. <laughs> and he he kind of walks away and goes to talk to the queen bee again. So Ben is actually not as shallow as we originally give him credit for. Nope. So what does Lily do? She goes straight for the app. What else can she do to her face? <laughs> I can't even. Oh, my God. And then as she's, like, selecting things on her phone, it's something to do with eyebrows. Maybe. She gave herself the 90s eyebrow. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, sorry. The so early, she's two, pushing early 2000s eyebrows. Yeah, the hooky ones. Yep. She's she's pushing like a bunch of buttons. Every button. Okay. Yeah. All the buttons. And now we don't see her face. Like now we only get the back view of her. All we can see is like people reacting to her. And now everyone is looking at her like something is wrong. I think one of the kids was like, did she get stoned by a bee? Mm -hmm. Like, and she walks over to Ben and he's like, um, what happened to you? And she says that it's a glow up. And wasn't that what he wanted? And Ben's like, no, I thought you were smart. Like someone that I could talk to. <sighs> Should have just been ourself, Lily. Yeah. Herself all along. Just wear a little makeup if you and want. And then we finally get a look at her face. It it's, made me really sad. It did. She looked like those people who had – well, I was supposed to, but like those people who really do have way too much plastic surgery and just keep putting fillers in and don't stop. That's what I wrote too. I, mm -hmm. I wrote that, that it made me sad because this is a horror show mm -hmm. and her face is horrific. Yes. It's supposed to be. Like she sees herself in the mirror and she's even shocked. But – it, it made me sad because she has the face of real people out there mm -hmm. who have, like, done this shit to themselves. Yep. So when they get, like, mm -hmm. addicted to plastic surgery. Um, what is that? Have you ever seen that couple that call themselves Ken and Barbie? Oh, I haven't. It's been a long time, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, just there are people like that do this. Mm-hmm. They just Endless overdo the plastic fillers. surgery. Yeah. They always have mm -hmm. like the next two or three appointments already set. Mm -hmm. and, and then it, it and it's like very medical malpractice. Like, why do you keep doing it? Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, 
Yeah, they have this like very over sculpted face. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just the amount of money. Oh my god! That that takes. I don't even so know where money. to begin. And don't don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to shit on people who have plastic surgery. There's nothing wrong with plastic surgery. I myself personally, one day, going to get that breast reduction. It's going to happen. It's going to be straight up plastic surgery. I want Botox like yesterday, like 10 years ago. I wanted it. I have a friend who used to get Botox because she had uh, headaches. Yeah. And it would help. Just kidding. (laughs) Right? So I I think she got it covered for that. Right. You can get it covered Um, for that. I just want it. So, I yeah. want many things. Yeah, I'm, I'm not opposed. Surgery. <clears throat> but her face looks alien. Yes. Now. And there is just like everything else, right? All things in moderation. You can do too much plastic. Oh, surgery. yeah. Like you can do um, too much of anything. <laughs> right. So it just, it made me kind of sad. Like, I know that this was supposed to be the moment where it was like, oh, she's learning her lesson. But I was like, honestly, when I saw that, I was like, there's a lot of people who have a face like that. There is. There sadly is. So immediately she goes back to the app and she tries to like reset her face. Um, But she can't. She can't go back. Uh, So she flees the party. She goes to hunt down this gin substitute. How she got her home address, we will never know. Yeah, I don't. She had a little note. She had a little piece of paper. Like a piece of paper or something. But I don't. I, they didn't. But they don't go into fully. how she got it. Yeah. Um, so she goes to this like very expensive looking house. There's a burning fire pit and a pool out back. She lets mm-hmm. herself into the house and it is, it's immaculate. And it's expensive looking. She calls hello a few times, and then she just wanders upstairs in this strange house. Uh, There seem to be a few lights on, on this second level. Yeah. So she's walking, and she starts passing these framed mirrors on the wall. And in the mirrors, there there appear to be teens moving in them, like like the Harry Potter pictures, like like as if they were trapped inside the frames. And right about then, the substitute shows up behind her and explains that the people in the mirrors are souls. And those are souls that wanted to look hotter, just like Lily. And Lily passes a mirror where she can see her own reflection, but it's her old self, right? It's the glasses and the flannel shirt from the very beginning. Yeah. And it appears that our gin collects souls. She gives beauty and she gets souls back. Lily gets frustrated of her situation and she punches the mirror. And she notices that the crack in the mirror also appears in the gin's forehead. And then Lily catches on. She starts to break all the mirrors and the gin withers and turns to dust. Lily is restored to her old self and all is well. Now, in the next scene, we're at the Quiz Bowl finals where Lily is cheering her team on because she's kicked off the team. And they qualify for the state finals without any of Lily's stupid help. Lily waits outside. She tries to apologize for being a big freaky bitch to Carmen, uh, who, by the way, Carmen has amazing hair. It's super curly and, like, amazing. 
I don't love it's like, her. Like naturally yeah. kind of streaky. I don't know. They gave it the weird like bleach. Not no. color, but she has pretty hair. Very pretty hair. It's like a massive mane of like curls. Super thick. Um, and Carmen does, of course, take Lily back as a friend. And we've all learned our lesson. And that's how it ends. Ta-da. Ta-da. It was a very short episode. It felt, it was short. It, it seemed short, too. It was like 30 minutes. I think sometimes they're 40 or 45. Yeah, it depends on the show. Yeah. Episode so what eight. do we think about this one? How does it measure up to the others? It was good. I mean, it was entertaining. Like, it went by fast. I was interested in the story. Um, I think it's a good social commentary, especially for the age group that this is targeting. I think it's kind of nice that they mm-hmm. plugged it in in that way, you know? Because I think of, like, maybe, yeah. like, your daughter watching it, you know, that kind of age group. Right. You know? So I think that's kind of interesting. Again, you know, you wish it was more horror, you know, related, but it's, it is horror right. in its own. It's horror in reality. It's reality-based horror, right? It's like anything with, you know, body mods, stuff like that, you get into this, you know, blurred line of reality horror. So it's, there was right. some elements to it, but I think on just the social commentary side of it, it was an, it was an entertaining episode and it had a good ending and, you know. I liked it. I, one, it was actually one I enjoyed more than some of the others, honestly. So, yeah, it had a little more backbone than mm-hmm. some of the others that we that we watched. It wasn't quite as light and floofy. Like we yeah. stayed pretty dark um, mm-hmm. the whole time. Mm-hmm. I feel like we could have taken a little more time with the gin. Mm-hmm. Like that felt a little bit rushed to me. Like it all right. happened in a matter of like two minutes, where she shows up at her house and then like defeats her. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because, like, I understand we were focusing on, like, her journey and stuff. But, like I said, some of the other episodes were longer. So I don't understand why we couldn't take yeah, a yeah, little more time. That's a good point. We could have spent more time with that. Yeah. With the villain. You know. Yeah. For sure. It was very quick. It was, like, bow on it. Done. <laughs> Out of here. Super, super quick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, I feel like maybe this one was a little more low budget than some of the others that we've seen. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Um, mm-hmm. Because think back to like the very first episode where we had like a whole school solid lead and like a whole school yeah. and there were big sets of like, you know, mad scientists and even the um alien episode, alien. like yeah, multiple sets and locations and lots of other this seemed yeah. low budget to me. Yeah. And there was no like c-list celebrity cameo anywhere in it like you they've had like right. you know, c-list c-list celebrities in each episode yeah. other you know whether they're big a bigger role or not and there was nobody in this one that i could tell so <clears throat> yeah unless it was maybe the gin and we just don't recognize her from something like anyone, i don't know you know like usually i can clock a face and go oh yeah i think i know them from something but Nobody in this one was doing that for me, which is fine. Doesn't need to. But it's interesting how you said it did look low budget and then that aspect too. And and it's later in the Do you know what would have been more interesting is because like the whole point of this, like the the name of the episode is Unfiltered. We talked about beauty filters and stuff like that on uh, on your phone. Um, And, you know, they open with this whole like Instagram thing. It would have been interesting if if – 
the queen bee girl would have been shown to be not quite as yeah pretty as the pictures that would have been interest that would have been an interesting twist if like she ended up at the house where she, you know she fought the gin and her picture was there see i would have been all in for a twist like that like and, and or maybe she came okay. to help her and save her and be like no this happened to me too yeah. Mm-hmm. um yeah yeah, mm-hmm. that would have been interesting. That would have been well. interesting. Mm-hmm. I would have liked that twist as well. Yeah, but it's hard when you're trying to compact so much into thirty-ish minutes that like you have to just go, go, go. Right. You know, and you're thinking of kids with low attention spans <laughs> too. Right, of course. Yeah, and we overanalyze because that's the whole point of this. Like right. we, you know, we take it apart, we go step by step, yeah. and talk if, about it. Yeah, we have to. Or I would be like, this is a five-minute show. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh, we exactly right. You. <laughs> Absolutely, but no, it was fun. Yeah, it was good fun. times. Mm-hmm. Definitely not my my favorite, but not my least favorite. Which one's your favorite? Um, thus far, because so far we've I had probably... the and the aliens and the monster that I covered last time and the witches, right? And that's it. It's probably a toss up between the witches one and the um, and the school one, mm-hmm. only because the witches one was so fucking cute. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and very like had a very kind of campy Halloweeny feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I enjoy that um, feeling. Yeah. There are certain movies that like provoke that fall time uh-huh. feeling that is hard to capture. Um, and that I got that from that little witchy episode. So probably the witch one is my favorite for that reason. And the first one with the school is my favorite is my next favorite, um, just for the production value. Cause I do feel like we got a lot of bang from our buck, like right out the door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was I going to say? I was looking up something and then my brain. Maybe you were going to tell me what your favorite was. I so far, I think this one's my favorite. I like this one the best. I feel like it had a good part okay. to it. It wasn't perfect, but I've had so much more to – between this one and the school, I think, are the two that I liked the best. I think I like this mm-hmm. one because it's, like, topical, and then I like the school for, like, the more goosebumpsy vibe, you know? That's probably – I think I would – I think I would associate – this one with you only because you are so good at makeup and you know so much about it and like whenever I'm standing in the aisle having a panic attack I can text you and be like do I need primer what's it for it's so funny how people are like do I need primer I'm like I don't know you can't I'm all, it's always hard because I'm always like yes but no but yeah like there are some people who say you absolutely do not but I will I can't subscribe to that ideology so I don't know I was going yes, to say- because you are good at makeup and you wear it and I wear it like if I'm going out to some place that I deem nice enough to put makeup on for. Mm-hmm. Other than that, no. So I was going to say the next episode we have for Just Beyond, which we will cover soon. We don't have an exact date yet, but soon. This one, we go back to ghosts. So this one said it's called We've Got Spirit. Yes, we've got spirits. Yes, we do. So we're going back to ghosts. Ooh. Is it going to be a cheer thing? 
It just says, on a field trip to a legendary theater, a 14-year-old student becomes trapped in a ghostly drama. That is the next. Ooh, fun. <laughs> well, before we do that, though, now that we're, we're wrapping this one up, um, we are going to drop this one pretty quick on Patreon, and we're going to give it two weeks to hit the regular feed because our patrons pay for that privilege to go mm-hmm. first, so we're going to give it to them. And then I'm going to write up a Fear Street episode. I have not selected the book. I don't know what I'm going to pick. The last one I picked was super complicated and long. So I'm going to try not to pick a super long one this time. Yeah. I think. Take a break. (laughs) Give yourself a break from a long, complicated story. Have we done the Sleepwalker? Doesn't sound right. Doesn't sound like one we've done. We'd have to go back through, but doesn't I think I have that one and it keeps coming to my mind for some reason. Maybe we'll do that one. No promises. I don't know. Cause sometimes my shit grows legs and walks away. Or hey, if you're a Patreon and you Um, hear this episode and there's a fear street that you want her to cover, send us a message on Facebook or Instagram or wherever. Yeah, I'll check my stash to see like what she has it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I bought that lot of books. Mm Uh, five or six years ago. I need some new books. And since then, they've gotten much more popular. Yeah. So if I were to buy a lot of that size again, it'd be a problem. (laughs) Yeah, that's me too. I have to like, I watch, you know, things and go, okay, that's a good deal for five or so, you know, and yeah. Etsy randomly has Fear Street and Goosebumps sometimes. I always check eBay for mine, but. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm getting dwindling down from that big set that you, you – the big lot that you had sent me that someone you knew found. I'm, Tina. Tina yeah, found those at a thrift store for I'm us. Dwindling down in that because um, some of them were repeats of what we've done. So that took away from that stash. But I still have quite a bit there. So it's going to last me a little while. But I keep looking at it and I'm like, Ugh. you know, I'm like we're going to have to start looking again. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so we will get to it. So- <laughs> So many. So many. We're never going to run out. Like, we'll quit before we run out of books, I'm yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll be coming back at you when you hear this uh, in another two weeks with a full-length Fear Street episode, uh, our regular jam that you're used to. Um, and then it'll be Danielle's turn to cover that next Just Beyond. So we will see you then. And I didn't write a clever outline because... I know what reasons. to say. I know what to say. Because we just watched Moon okay. Knight. So if anyone's watching Moon Knight, you'll know, you'll get this. Later, gators. <laughs> Bye. Bye. There's no way home. And I have no mercy. There's no way out. So I'm going through. So I keep on laughing so you pull me closer. But I have no Oh, oh, oh.